Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, hi. I was just looking at this old picture book from the 1960s. Boy, those styles were pretty wacky back then. Of course, they weren't the only thing. There were some pretty wacky attitudes going on back in the 1960s as well. And that's what Connie discovers on today's Adventure in Odyssey. We'll get started with it right after this. Oh, would you look at this guy's hair? Looks like his head exploded. Hi, Stephen Curtis Chapman here. I love stories, and that's why I'm excited about The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movie. But did you know you can hear the story before you see the movie? Focus on the Family Radio Theater has dramatized the entire Chronicles of Narnia series from C.S. Lewis. So whether in the car or at home, families can listen to these dramatic stories from the Chronicles of Narnia, produced by Focus on the Family. Complete details are available at internarnia.com. It's a warm summer's day at Wit's End. Just the time to stock the big walk-in freezer with all sorts of ice cream. And that's just what Wit is doing. Come on, let's join him. Uh, oh, there's the rocky road. Well, what other ice cream do we need? Wit! In the freezer, Connie. Hey, the Remember the 60s parade's coming. Well, thanks for telling me. Strawberry ripple. But aren't you going to watch? I don't think so. But, but Wit! Connie... I'm sorry, but I'm not interested in watching a bunch of people march down the street dressed in sandals and old bell bottoms and paisley shirts and Nehru jackets and turtlenecks and psychedelic headbands. I thought they looked awful silly back in the 60s, and I think they still look silly now. But it's just a parade. A parade that's all part of another scheme by Bart Rathbone to make money. What's he calling his shop this week? Rathbone's Electric Castle and Rock and Roll Instruments of Destruction? Yeah. Yeah. He's selling guitars and amplifiers. Well, he has the whole town caught up in this 1960s frenzy as if it's something to be proud of. That's only because of the concert he's sponsoring at the end of the week. I'll give him good marks for effort, but that's all. Good morning, dudes. Uh, peace and love to you both. Bart? <laughs> Mr. Rathbone, is that you? Yeah, like groovy, man. Groovy? Yeah, great get up, huh? Oh, they don't make them like this anymore. Small wonder. Imagine finding a pair of old bell bottoms, paisley shirt, turtleneck, and a chickadillic headband all in the same place. The dump? <laughs> You're a great kid. No, in an old trunk. I'm getting in the spirit of the Electric Castle's Remember the 60s parade. I want to recapture the love and peace that prevailed back in that wonderful decade of... of, of uh... Turmoil and riots? Yeah, you yeah. know... No, I'm talking about the 60s, Whitaker. You know, when life was free of uptight hang-ups and everybody tuned in and dropped out and they played that Sergeant Packard's lovely Hats Club band and then you remember all of that. Oh, I remember all right. I don't, but I sure wish I did. Right on, Connie. Now you're talking... But hey, like I gotta split and check out the parade scene outside. Hey, peace, man. Bye. Goodbye, Bart. Well, I better go, too. You're really interested in this, aren't you? Uh-huh. It's, it's kind of mysterious to me. You know, everybody talks about the 60s on TV and stuff, but it all happened before I was born. Sometimes I wonder what it was like. 
Well, if you want to talk about it seriously sometime, we can. Okay. Thanks. And uh, peace. Yeah. See you later, alligator. Sixties, sixties. You wanted information about the sixties? Glad you came to the library. Got some books, magazines, photo collections. Oh, great! This is just what I needed. What's this book? Hmm. Oh. Through the Prism of Change by Josh Guthrie. What is it? Josh Guthrie was a popular writer back then, a local teacher, I think. And this was a collection of poems and essays he wrote. Everybody read them then. Really? Josh Guthrie was brilliant, a real inspiration. His writing said everything we felt. I don't know what became of him. Hmm. I think I'll check it out. Well, that's what it's here for. It's only through the prism of change we see so clearly who we are. Not children of the atom bomb, but of wind-blown flowers and an old guitar that strums so only we can hear, while others play only songs of fear. We cannot be alone, you know, when the world is full of pain and need. We must rise up and stand as one in the ghettos, the suburbs, and jungles of greed. Be young, be free, and find release through this revolution of inner peace. For we are like the Christians of old. Who destroyed the idols in the streets of Rome, not with sword or force or united might, but through the weakness of a lasting love. So take my hand for this exchange, as we trip so light through the prism of change. No, Bart, I'm not interested. Oh, come on, Whitaker, be hip about it, just for the week. Nope. It'll show the public that you're in the groove, you know. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Whitaker, you're gonna be very uncivic-minded if you don't go along with it. Bart, changing the name of my lime sherbet to Dayglow Delight isn't being civic-minded. I suppose this means you don't want to set up an ice cream stand at the '60s rock concert on Saturday. I suppose you're right. But do you know who I got for the concert? Do you? Nope. It was one of the most popular groups in the '60s. Are you ready for this? I got the gyroscopes. Never heard of them. Really? Man, you are so unhip. It's a wonder you don't walk sideways. You know who they are? Well, well, no. no. But they said they were one of the most popular bands in the '60s. They had a hit called uh, uh, "It Was uh, Something Like uh, Dreams of Marmalade and You" or some kind of preservative and somebody. But they are coming here to Odyssey to spread love, peace, and flower petals to everyone. Oh, it will be beautiful, no doubt. You'll see. You'll see. When the gyroscopes get here, we'll have one big happy festival of grooviness, and you'll be sorry you didn't get involved. Hi, Wit, Mr. Rathbone. Hi, Connie. Hi, you, Connie. Say, talk to your boss here, will you? You like the '60s, right? Well, I think they're interesting. There you go, Whitaker. They had some good ideas back then. I mean, what's wrong with a world where everyone shares with those who are in need, or where people love each other and work towards peace? I'm talking about my concert. What are you talking about? The '60s, peace and love. Oh, oh well, I agree completely. Of course, I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't? Really? Uh, yeah, but I'm like into musical vibes right now, and I、uh, I gotta run. But don't you think that、uh, the... be cool and twist and shout? Bye, Bart. Bye.、Uh, think about the ice cream, will you, Wit?
Bye, Bart. So, what was this all about? What? Well, you sounded serious there. I was. I am. I mean, I don't think trying to build a world based on peace, love, and understanding is so wrong. The kids then might have been confused, but what they wanted wasn't completely bad. Well, it wasn't bad, Connie. It's just that, well, they were building their hopes on the wrong foundation. They said that man could make a perfect world of peace and love. And as a Christian, I, well, I know it won't happen. At least, not without Jesus Christ. Where are you getting these ideas? This. It's a book from the library. Beautiful writing with poetry and essays about people loving each other and sharing things and enjoying flowers and sunshine and, you know. Through the prism of change. Oh, yeah, I remember Josh Guthrie. He used to live out towards Connellsville. Still does, last I heard. Really? He's still around? Well, it might be. He had something to do with a new start house there. New start? Yes, drug rehabilitation clinic to help addicts get off drugs. I wish I could meet him. If he can write this beautifully, I'll bet he's a really good guy. Do you think he'd talk to me? Mm, I don't know. Well, if he really believes in peace and love, I guess he'd have to, huh? Maybe I'll go to the new start house to see if they know where he is. Mr. Reeves? Call me Jim. And you're Connie Kendall. Yeah. Thanks for agreeing to see me. You're the director of the new start house? Mm-hmm. Please sit down. Thanks. You said on the phone that you're looking for someone who used to be connected with this clinic. Mm-hmm. I read this book called Through the Prism of Change by Josh Guthrie. Oh, I see. You know it? Sort of. And you're looking for Josh Guthrie. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I was really impressed with what he wrote. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure I can help you, Connie. Really? Did he move? No, he's uh, still around. You know him? A little. And one thing I know about him is he doesn't like to be bothered. I don't want to bother him. I just wanted to, I don't know, you know, tell him how good I thought his book was. Yeah, you and a lot of other people. See, he's had years of all kinds of wackos and hippies pounding on his door, trying to recreate the way it was in the 60s, usually at his expense. Well, I'm not a wacko or a hippie. I just think he was a wonderful writer. He had some important things to say. Why hide away? Maybe he got tired. Worn out. Talking about the 60s. Yeah, but isn't it a waste of talent? You know... I never heard of him until the other day, and, and I think kids my age would like to know what he said. Maybe they even need to know what he said. I'm sorry, Connie. I can't help you. Well, but, but couldn't you give him a message? Ask him if I could write to him or something like that? It's safe to say he won't write back. He just wants to be left alone. Oh. Well, that's a shame. Because in his book, he said that no one could be left alone. Not when mankind needs each one of us to be involved. He wrote that in 1969. So? So times have changed. So Mr. Guthrie doesn't believe what he wrote and doesn't care what happens to my generation, is that it? I don't think it's fair to say that. Well, what else am I supposed to think? Oh, well, thanks for your time. I'm sorry, Connie. Well, <clears throat> that's okay, Mr. Guthrie. 
It's Reeves. I'm Jim Reeves. Um, yeah, sure you are. Well, I gotta go to work. Yeah, where do you work? Wits End and Odyssey. I'll see ya. Wait, let me tell you. That's that... okay. I can find my way out. Right. Sorry, I couldn't help you. Well, maybe you did. Bye. We'll return with today's adventure in Odyssey right after this. If you're looking for something fun to do, you'll find it at witsend.org. You'll get the latest Odyssey news, scoops, and reviews. Just about everything you need to know about adventures in Odyssey is on witsend.org. Log on today. The Hiding Place. Corey Ten Boom's story of rescuing Jews during World War II has been dramatized by Focus on the Family Radio Theater. The Ten Boom family helped hundreds of Jewish people escape the Nazi Holocaust. Their dramatic story is preserved in this audio production from Focus on the Family in association with Tendale Entertainment. It's available on CD or cassette. More information about The Hiding Place is at radiotheater.org. That's radiotheater.org. The telephone number is 1-800-THE-LETTER-A-FAMILY. And now, back to the adventure. Hey! Like, hey, dudes! Over here! Are you Bert Rathbone? Uh, yeah, Bart. Bart, that's me. Uh, peace, man. And you guys must be the gyroscopes. Yeah, that's us. I'm Mark. That's Grace. Nice to meet you. Grace. Uh, cool. I can dig where you're coming from. And these guys are the rest of the band, Bobby, Martin, and Jack. Hello. Uh, uh, groovy. <laughs> groovy. You know, it is freaking me out, the Meaches. Wow, it just blows my mind. But, you know, you don't look like I thought you would. Don't. Uh, what did you expect? Well, you know, uh, long hair, wild clothes to start with. Uh, you look, well, you, you don't look like a 1960s rock group. I can say that for sure. Yeah, a lot of people say the same thing. Yeah, we keep the get-ups in our luggage. Get-ups? Uh, wigs, bell-bottoms, headbands. Kind of like what you're wearing. <laughs> Pretty funny. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> funny. Yeah, I, I, I thought maybe you'd dress like that all the time. You're kidding me, right? Well, uh, 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 sure, sure. Yeah, joke, man, joke, yeah. Uh, but we are going to have a happening time together. You can be sure of that. It is going to be a festival of freedom and love and sharing and, and getting in touch. Great. So, can we get out of here? Oh, right, cool. Uh, look, I was going to get you a limousine, but I figured you'd be embarrassed. Embarrassed? Well, being back to nature, down-to-earth kind of people, all that luxury, you know. So what would you bring? Horses? Uh, yeah, right on. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd have thought of that. Uh, no, just my station wagon. But I painted bright flowers on the side. I am hip. I can dig what you're saying. So, where is it? Huh? Oh, oh, it's parked out front. I'll split and pull it up for you. Uh, listen, hang loose, and I'll be right back. Connie, hmm? can we talk for a minute? Sure. You know, I've been trying to think of a diplomatic way to ask without being obvious, but uh, I couldn't come up with the right approach. What do you mean? I want to know what's wrong. Wrong? Well, you've been unusually quiet all week. Ever since you went to find Josh Guthrie. Oh. What's on your mind? I really liked what Josh Guthrie wrote, you know, about changing the world and taking care of each other. 
And then he decides to drop off the face of the earth. Oh, and this whole business of pretending to be Jim Reeves. I knew it was him. He didn't have to lie to me. I didn't lie, Connie. My name is Jim Reeves. Oh. Uh... Josh Guthrie was my pen name. You're John Whitaker, right? I am. Call me Whit. Nice to meet you. Heard some good things about your clinic. We do our best. Well, Connie? Well, what? Are you going to give me a chance to explain? You don't owe me an explanation. I disagree. You said your generation deserved to know about the 60s, and Josh Guthrie should help them understand. Well, yeah. Well, I decided you're right, and I want to start with you. Me? Yeah, but you'll have to take a trip with me. Trip? You mean like drugs? No, a trip in the car, actually. Oh! (laughs) What? I'll keep an eye on things here. You go ahead, Connie. Okay, thanks. This is the new start house. Why did you bring me back here? Because you want to know the truth about the 60s. This is the best way to show you. Basically, it's been my home for the last 20 years. As director? No, I started out as a patient. I spent five years so strung out on drugs, I didn't know which end was up. Really? Sure. That's one of the things everybody talked about in the 60s. Get high. Expand your mind. But nobody said it would ruin my life. Wow. It took a long time to get off the drugs. And when I did, I figured I'd stay on here to help others. Take a look around, Connie. We're trying to help get him back out. But, well, you can't really blame the 60s, can you? That's where it started. The leaders, the music. Everybody wanted to turn on. Free drugs, free love, free everything. They, we invited the world to join along. But nothing's free, Connie. Nobody said anything about the cost. Okay, so I'm getting the idea. 60s weren't so good. Weren't so good? Connie, not only weren't they good, they were dangerous. Yeah, some parts of it were all right. But the upheaval of the 60s has everything to do with the problems we're dealing with now. You see Michael over there? You mean that guy in the corner? He's your age, Connie. Your age. And he's battling cocaine addiction. He didn't have anything to do with the 60s. He wasn't born then. So why the addiction? Because we said, if it feels good, do it. In the 60s and the the 70s and the 80s. Your generation and the generation to come is suffering the effects of that. I wouldn't argue that. But the ideas, your ideas were good. My ideas? They were wrong, okay. They sounded good, made for nice poetry. But they didn't work. Not in this world, not with the people the way they are. We failed, Connie. We didn't help the world. We didn't change anything. In fact, we made it worse. We wanted freedom without responsibility. And now the consequences are two decades of a drug epidemic, abortion, AIDS, and people who think only about themselves. But how can you blame the 60s, an entire decade, for our problems? I don't blame the 60s. I blame myself. What? Because this thing we call the 60s was made up of people like me who got everything wrong. And I guess running this clinic is the only way I know to say I'm sorry. To to make up for my mistakes. 
That's really sad. Yeah. I guess I should take you back now. Just do me a favor, okay? What's that? While the whole town is running around celebrating the 60s, remember this part of it, will you? Yeah, I will. Welcome to the Odyssey Hotel, sir. Uh, forget about all that. Uh, where's the manager? I'm right here, Rathbone. What took you so long? You call me at two in the morning and you want to know what took so long? What is the big idea? That band of yours, the kaleidoscopes. The gyroscopes, yeah. What about them? I just thought you might want to know that they were in the bar the entire evening. Yeah, so they got thirsty. And drunk and went back up to their rooms where they played music until the rest of the guests complained. They are musicians. What do you expect, a convention of monks? I expected a little peace and love. That's what they're all about, right? Well, I thought... Anyway, that... when we asked them to quiet down, some of the band members got into fights with our bellboys and not only banged them up, but destroyed the rooms as well. Oh, good grief. Okay, okay, don't panic. I'll go up and talk to them. You'll go out and talk to them. What do you mean? I called the police. Your gyroscopes were arrested and taken to the police station. What? I'm surprised they didn't call you to bail them out. If I were you, I wouldn't bother. But I'll have to. The concert's tomorrow. Oh, too bad. So, so what am I doing here? Why'd you call me? Oh, I just wanted you to come down so I could give this to you in person. <laughs> give me what? This. Uh, what, what are all these numbers here? The phone number at the police station? No, the bill for the damage. The decimal point is on the far right. Oh, no. We take cash or credit card. Hi, Wes. Well, hi, Connie. What are you doing here? I figured you'd be over at the 60s celebration concert. Nah, I decided not to go. Oh? Yeah. Jim Reeves kind of spoiled it for me. I don't think I could groove to the tunes without thinking of all the casualties that went along with them. Oh, I see. Besides, I told Jim I'd go back to the clinic and help out this afternoon. Well, that's nice of you. He really is a nice man, Wit. But, you know, he's sad, too. He still hasn't found the answers he was looking for. It's like he... he's still looking for something. So I thought I could help Jim in another way. Oh, how's that? Well, I thought I could tell him about Jesus. Pray for me, will you? I will, Connie. So, are you going to go over to the concert just to have a peek? <laughs> I don't think so. From the looks of things, I'm not so sure there'll be a concert anyway. Why do you say that? Mr. Rathbone's been gloating all week about how he's arranged absolutely everything for this concert. Except one thing. What? Well, you can forget about the concert. I'm not performing in that. But I paid you to perform. In addition to everything else. Oh, be cool, dudes. This is a heavy trip you're laying on me. Hey, sorry, pal. you got to read the fine print. We have a clause in our contract that says no outdoor concerts if it rains. But I didn't plan for anywhere else. That's too bad. Now, maybe I can get out of these ridiculous clothes and go home. Nice doing business with you. Yeah, peace and love, man. <laughs> Come on, guys, let's go. Oh, yeah? Yeah? 
Well, I never liked your music anyway. Have you ever heard of Lawrence Welk? He could run circles around you guys without destroying a hotel. Oh, so much for the 60s. Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Revelations 22.13 says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. You know, it's great to know that no matter what fads and movements and radical ideas may come along from age to age, the truth, hope, and love of Jesus Christ will remain unchanged, a solid and sure foundation for us all. And that's today's adventure. Thanks for listening. If you ever want to write to us, just send your card or letter to Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B4G3. And don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of today's broadcast called 60-something. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Today's program was written by Paul McCusker and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Bob Luttrell and our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.